Hello, hello, hello to all our fem broads, them broads, and dude broads out there. Welcome to season two of the Broadly Entertaining Podcast. Okay, <laughs> let's just go. Just hello. fucking do it. Let's just fucking do it. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> It's a little bit later than we previously said that we would be back into your feeds, but life, it happens, my friends. Yeah, yeah, life happens indeed. You you know, we have been busy. We have been entering our expert era, and we have so much more to share than we could or honestly should share in one (laughs) podcast episode, (laughs) you know, with our friends listening and also with each other. Missed you, dude. Wow, I've missed you too, buddy. Uh, Luckily, we've got a whole new season of fun and games and feminism with lots of exciting plans and planning to talk about. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I mean, where do we start even? (laughs) Where do we start? I thought that it would be fun to kick things off with a little time pressure, since we do both thrive under pressure. Uh Uh-huh. We sure do. <laughs> I mean, you could tell by the preparation that I did for this very episode happened to me today. I was under pressure, but I like, I like under pressure. Looking down on me, looking down on you. Do, 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 do. Under pressure. All right. Nice. I won't ruin it by joining in. (laughs) But yeah, but something that kind of helps with this is let's gamify it. Let's do what we do. Maybe we could make a fun game out of it. Use a use a clock, perhaps of some kind. Yeah, I've got a timer up on (gasps) the chat screen. I don't know if you can see it. I'll look. I'll pull it up. I don't know if you have to open the apps. As, oh. as we've discussed, entering our expert era has not included <laughs> keeping up with the software. No, it has not. <laughs> okay, awesome. So we have the timer on. So we'll take time. It opened at five minutes. So let's just keep it at five minutes. Okay. Um, and the goal is that we each get to share three fun facts about things that we've been doing or things that we have coming up that we're excited to tell each other and everyone else about. Great. That sounds perfect. You've got the timer. Mm -hmm. I'll go first. All right. Here we go. Three, two, (laughs) one. Okay. So first thing, just I'll spit out right now. I got a job, like a job, job, a day job, and I work for Bethel Woods Center of the Arts, a nonprofit organization that throws concerts. It's a 15,000 seat venue um, seat. You know, a lot of people stand on a lawn too, but it's amazing. It's a cool experience. I'm the new membership manager. I have managed the membership program. So that's pretty cool. Um, I spent the winter in Reno for three months directing Les Rob, which I know, you know, because I recorded one of these episodes there. But the good news, I was staying with my friend Mallory, and she had her baby. So welcome to life, baby Larson, sweet little thing. I uh, can't wait to meet you. And uh, who knows if you'll ever hear this podcast, but I thought I'd give (laughs) baby Larson a shout out. Because, you know, Mal was pregnant for that whole time. And it was really cool to watch her grow and see the whole process. I've never really been all too interested in having 
babies. So it was cool to watch like, you know, one of my best friends for a long time go through the process. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing I can share with you is that Colin has started a meditation class on every Sunday. Colin's my husband, in case you didn't know, and I get to be part of it. It's sort of become my favorite part of the entire week. Sundays have become like a really cool ritualistic sort of day. Like we start our day with that meditation group and it's like a recurring group of people and people that have come in and out. Jamie, I know you came for one of them and it was awesome to have you and I hope you come again. Um, but we got to do walking meditation today, which I know some folks have been really looking forward to and he's just doing a really great job. And it's a wonderful thing that I get to spend some time with him on. And then we also do face masks every Sunday. We get the, oh. the thingy. <laughs> And it's like this little self-care Sunday situation before we dive into the week of our new jobs that we both got at Bethel Woods, which are, you know, the season is about to start and it, they're starting to get really stressful. It's like we're mm. we're cramming in a lot of information and a lot of preparation for this whole new part of our job that like half of the year is that we haven't experienced yet. Mm -hmm. What it's going to be like on the ground mm -hmm. when 15,000 people walk through those gates. Like what, what do we, what is, what is there to expect, you know? So yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, I think, yeah, those are my three updates. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you are very well suited to be a membership manager dealing with people. You're very good with people. And I know people can be stressful, but you are very good at uh, staying warm and not sort of putting that stress back on them. Um, I did get to attend one of these Sunday meditation sessions, which was lovely. And I would love to say that I will immediately be back at more of them, but it's just a rough timing for me Sunday morning with the time zones. But Wayne and I keep waking up and being like, God damn it, we missed it again. So, <laughs> so know that we want to be there. And it was lovely to see everyone. And it is very cool to see Colin having that education and sharing it and growing. And I love that y'all are making a whole like, self-care Sunday out of it so yeah. good for you yay face mask have you, I'm sure you've done them right but they have that really gooey weird consistency with on your fingers have you but done you like mean a, like one that's sort of like a papery that you yes, put on because there's yeah. all different kinds of face yeah masks. not like ones you yeah. apply but one that you like put on the papery put on yeah ones. yeah yeah, we both get really skeeved out by the, the uh, texture of them. Colin has a really uh, particular, has our time, but we love our face. Well, just be present, be mindful of the texture, you know? <laughs> exactly. You got to take that meditation. Take it in. Uh, all right, we're down to one minute and oh, I sorry. still have to share three things. Oh, I okay. thought we were doing five each. Oh, no, I thought it was five minutes total. All right, oh. well, here we go. So I recently did, at the beginning of the month, I did a wedding expo for Broadly Entertaining, which was great. It was a really cool educational experience. I have since mailed out over 200 brochures to people on the registered attendees list. I have another 100 envelopes ready to be stamped and sent out. Accompanying each one is like a handwritten note, um, but it's like, handwritten once and then I make copies of it and I made a thing in Canva and then I write their name and I write my name and I handwrite everyone's address so you know I'm not like hundreds of handwritten notes but there's my effort there that's awesome oh gosh I forgot the other two things I was gonna share you take five minutes no this is our fucking podcast you take five minutes I thought that's what we were doing and and you take your own five minutes god damn it that's all right so I we're say. gonna cancel that restart yeah there you go <laughs> um, though I did already have a minute. 
<laughs> I'm okay. So I did this. So I did the expo. Oh, a friend of mine that I went to grad school with, I went to grad school in London. She still lives there. She has lived there since the, the mid 2000s. She's a writer. And last year after the Dobbs decision came down, she was in the States and she was driving from her place near Chicago, where she grew up to a friend's place in, I want to say, Indiana. So she was, after the decision came down, driving past all of these Midwestern billboards that if you've ever gone on a road trip through the U.S., you know exactly what billboards I am talking about in yep. this context. And it was just, it was a lot. It was a wait, right? So she wrote a monologue about that experience and it's being performed at an event in London at a, um, a Jewish community-oriented theater that she worked at for a while. And it's a night of... Jewish women's voices in theater, which is great, but it's very much a thing that should be performed in the U.S. because it's very much about stuff that's going on in the U.S. So she and I are talking about how we can produce that here, uh, perhaps as some sort of variety performance that, you know, all the proceeds go towards funding abortion access and supporting abortion funds. As many of you know, I am in Texas, which is a terrible place to be for abortion justice at the moment. Um, but also that means it is a great place to be supporting the people who are doing the good work and making sure that people who need access can get it. As many people as need it can get it. Um, it's a long fight. We know this. I'm going to try to keep it up. So that's my, that's my second thing. And my third thing is that weddings. I have been doing a lot of weddings and I have a lot of weddings coming up. So I did the expo um, and that has definitely expanded my reach and my confidence in my ability to get out there and do the thing and trust that I'm good at it. I officiated a wedding two weekends ago and immediately my thoughts were like, I mean, you did fine, but you should have practiced it more ahead of time. It wasn't your best. You know, you, there's this section where you told a story and you didn't really rehearse telling that story. So in my mind, it felt kind of like you're not bringing your A game. Um, and while that may have been true, um, <laughs> I was also approached by people afterwards who were like, that was so great. I was so, there was one woman who came up to me who said, I literally never pay attention to any wedding ceremonies. And I was paying attention the entire time. Yeah. Um, you know, can I have your card? I already have a page set up on the knot. My boyfriend and I are not engaged, but I'm planning our weddings. <laughs> I was like, great, cool, whatever. Awesome. I'll assume you've talked about it. That's cool. I support you. <laughs> so it was lovely. It's nice to get that feedback that counters me immediately shitting on myself yeah to hearing other people's take also away. part of your training is doing improv that is part of your training and what has led you to be the speaker the person the mc the officiant that you are it's not just you know sure we we talked about it earlier. We work well under pressure and we've also trained ourselves to do that well. But like part of being a good improviser is being able to tell stories on the spot and make them make sense and have coherent like uh, look at me go. Um, but have <laughs> like through lines and, you know, so. sure. I mean, I wrote this, you know, like I yeah. write the ceremony in advance. All the words are there. Yeah. It's well thought out. The couple has seen it already. So I think going in, I have a little cockiness of like, I've written this, I've read it, I can read it kind of cold. And then I right. do it. And I'm like, you could have done better, which <laughs> while it may be true, and that is certainly a note I 
am taking for myself. Mm-hmm. It, it is still good to get the positive yeah. feedback. Yeah. And the day of coordinator was like, hey, do you do this a lot? Because I get requests all the time. So yes. It's great. Yay. I'm proud of you, dude. You're Yay. doing great. You're coming out like you're doing it. So good job. Yay. 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 We did it. We did it. We, did <laughs> we it under did five it. minutes each. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I misunderstood that that back and forth, that whole assignment. And that's all right. That's all right. That was, a, you know, we didn't didn't do a lot of pre-discussion on this episode <laughs> because, as you said, you've got a full-time job you're juggling now. And, and yeah, you know, yeah. life happens. Life is happening all the time. Everyone deserves joy. <laughs> We want to be a source of joy for everyone. Yes. And hopefully us sharing our joy in being with each other is something that brings other people joy. Also, we like to share positive things in the world of feminism that are going on. Unfortunately, sometimes in sharing those positive things, we find ourselves digging down into the more negative aspects of whatever has brought us to that story that's right friends we're talking about our be a feminist segment Yes, the very Be a Feminist segment that we, you know, we recognize can be dark. On this climb up to equality, there is a dark past to every time. So every accomplishment we have, there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? So we've, we understand that sometimes we get lost in that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but we no do more. <laughs> no more. No more. This season, and we're saying it out loud. So hold us to it, friends. We want to focus on stories that truly are uplifting or funny or entertaining or enlightening, all of the good stuff, because mm-hmm. there are so many places where we all have access to upsetting things. And we are not trying to add that to your day. Nope. So let's fully celebrate all things good female and inclusive in our Be A Feminist shoutouts from hence forward. Amen. <laughs> Do you uh, want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. So just kind of on the topic of the fact that I just got this job in nonprofit work, I wanted to talk about nonprofit work really quickly and just shout out that 75, 73 to 75% of the workforce in nonprofits are women. And that means to me, it's just loud and clear that we are the driving force behind a lot of really, really, a lot of really good things happening in this world. And I'm just proud of, I'm proud of us and I'm proud of that number. And, um, you know, we're still trying to climb towards equality at the top of these places, even though we make up 75% of them, we're still climbing. But I would say that in, uh, the small and medium-sized nonprofit world, it, that number is looking really good. Like 45% of the leaders or CEOs of the smaller and mid-sized nonprofits are women. So that's like 
a really great accomplishment for what we're working for and what we're fighting towards. And that's awesome. I would say of the larger organizations, like the ones with $50 million budgets and mm -hmm. up, that number is more like 18 to 22%. So there's still somewhere to go, but I just looking at it, it feels amazing to just be like, wow, like we're, we are a driving force behind so much good. And I'm really proud to be part of it right now. Yay. Yeah. Uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I am going to share exciting news about a proposed bipartisan legislation that would cover IVF for federal employees in the United States. It is legislation that would require the largest employer-sponsored health insurance program in the world to cover assisted reproductive treatments and services. Um, this has been presented by Senator Tammy Duckworth of Illinois, who is a Democrat, along with three Democratic representatives, Jerry Connolly of Virginia, Eleanor Holmes Norton of Washington, D.C., whose side note is just generally a badass, and Debbie Wasserman Schultz of Florida, and then also Representative Nancy Mace of South Carolina, who is the Republican in the group. So there is some bipartisanship there and marking National Infertility Awareness Week at the end of April, they put forth this bill, the Family Building FEHB Fairness Act. And I'm not 100% sure what that stands for, but I'll find it out. I'll drop it in the links because I know Senator Duckworth has experience and a history with having her children through IVF and feels very strongly that it is a part of reproductive <laughs> justice that all women who need and want that access should have access to. Because reproductive justice covers having children when and how you want, not having children if you don't want to, and being able to raise those children in a healthy, safe, and well-cared-for environment. Um, it's a definition I'm paraphrasing that comes from Sister Song, which is an amazing organization that I will also link in the in the comments, no, in the comments, in the caption, <laughs> in the show notes. Maybe in a comment somewhere. Maybe else. in a comment somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's pretend I'm not super rusty and said that on purpose. <laughs> oh, awesome. Thank you. That was great. Our loyal listeners from season one may notice that we shared our Be a Feminist facts earlier than usual in this episode. If you like the change, you know, let us know. And if you have an uplifting Be a Feminist shout out of your own, you can send us a voice memo or an email to broadlyentertaining at gmail.com. We'll share it on Instagram or in the newsletter that we send out very irregularly. <laughs> <laughs> We may be in our expert era, but we're still just two people and uh, we do what we can without uh, sacrificing quality, of course. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and one thing we continue to do to a high standard is build and host games. Yes, games. Yes, we definitely do. Did a trivia, a virtual trivia event just recently, actually, just this past week. And it was so fun to be back in that space for the first time in a little while. Was that um, fun for you? <laughs> Jamie had to, let me give some context. Jamie had to do all of the hard parts about virtual games when you run them, which is like, at least to me, it's the hard parts, the technical aspects, like the building of the breakout rooms and specific teams when 
few people log into a Zoom using the email that they register for things is probably one culprit, but it isn't an easy task to rush and make uh, breakout rooms when 150 people are entering into a Zoom room at the same time. So she did all of the hard part. She did all of the scoring of the trivia for the 19-ish teams that we had playing. It was hard. You did all the hard work. So yeah, how fun was that for you? <laughs> Well, hey, you know what? We got positive responses. So it was yeah. all fun in the end. Yeah. 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 That was great. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But we'll put trivia aside for the moment and <laughs> sure. play a looser game today. Yeah, let's do that. It's Sunday. Let's chill out. <laughs> let's, just, let's just chill. Let's just explore the options that the universe has to offer with a fun game of Would You Rather? All right. Fantastic. I am going to dive in. I have yeah. some Would You Rather questions that I wrote for you. We'll take turns, but here's the first one Would you rather? Live in your cabin year round with no electricity or live in a spacious, perfectly located apartment in New York City, but you have to do alternate side parking seven days a week. Oh, cabin, no problem. Not even a question. <laughs> like you didn't even have to add that parking bit. And I was like, cabin. <laughs> How do I say? I don't want to offend anybody because there are a lot of New York City. It's an opinion. It's an lovers. opinion. But I, I don't miss a lot of things about the city. Every time I go back, I feel this like sort of like low level anxiety that mm. I was like, oh, shit. I think I was just living with that all the time while living there. And there's mm. like all these like outsider there's just like a lot of stressors and a pace, which is great. Like, it's awesome when you are when you're in hustle mode, you know, but when you don't want to be in hustle mode anymore, <laughs> it, uh, it kind of has a different tint to it when you're inside of it. So I, yeah, I would rather just light a lot of fires and live in the cabin year round. That's what I would do. Okay. Yeah. Great. Good to know. So you're set for the apocalypse. I'm ready. Let's fucking go. <laughs> um, also, like, I've never been an apocalypse gal, so I'm always the first one to be like, I'll just, you know, once it gets too hard, I'll just, I'll just make it my own. I'll just make an <laughs> just exit. Just put some rocks in my pocket and walk just, into the lake. Is exactly. The just oh, exactly right. You know, like, I don't need, I was not put on this earth to fight zombies. Like, I was <laughs> not put on this earth to do a lot of things like I, so, you know, I know, Aww. I know my limits. I'm sure hey, I could fight I, for a time, but it's not the world I'd want to live in. Well, <laughs> sure. But, you know, you rise to the occasion, whatever the occasion may be. Sure. Until I can't. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Do I do one? Yeah. All right. I'll admit that I only wrote one of these. I found the other two, but I thought they were very interesting. It's and fine. I decided to steal them from 150 insanely fun. Would you rather .com or wherever the fuck I was. Yeah. All right. Would you rather be able to slide down rainbows or jump on clouds? Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Jump on clouds. I think for sure, because sliding down a rainbow you just, you get like spit out wherever the rainbow ends. 
and then and then you got to get home i guess yeah. so you got to get wherever also, you're going next like fun fact rainbows only exist in our eyeballs so like oh, well <laughs> i mean also you couldn't stand on a cloud it's water vapor so there's a lot of <laughs> you know there's a reason this but is I, a... I, I but it's interesting in regards to the where question with the rainbows because it's like yeah where the fuck is that where is the where oh, are the sure. two ends yeah but then i guess also could i carry a prism in my pocket and create a rainbow yes. whenever i wanted yes. to yes oh. i'm gonna say yes sure and I, I don't have a way right off the top of my head to create clouds that don't already exist. Bro, I hella do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> well, like, the, the pocket prism just, like, gets you, like, to hang on a wall real quick. <laughs> I know, right? I'm going to go with clouds. I'm going to go with clouds. I'm with you. I think, I think I'm going clouds to too. Hop around from cloud yeah. to cloud. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Under the assumption that I could survive the different altitudes as well. Right. Yes. Clouds it is. Clouds it is. <laughs> uh, all right. Next one for you. Would you rather be the subject of a biopic about your most embarrassing moments, but you get to say who plays you or be the cover story on a small local zine and you get full final say before publication editorial control i want to take the i'm going to take the biopic and have a say in who plays me because i think that my most embarrassing moments so they are very embarrassing to me. I would say for most people, we all have them. And I think it's a hurdle I would be able to get over that opens a lot of doors. Mm -hmm. Whereas the local paper, it's, yeah, sure, a little less damaging to the immediate ego situation. However, not as many opportunities come on the other end of it. Mm -hmm. And who would play? Do you know? Oh, I don't know. I got to think of all my embarrassing moments yet. And then... <laughs> well, who are the celebrities that people most often tell you? Um, okay. <clears throat> I've gotten Adele, but she's not an actor, but maybe she's could do it. I I believe she in hosted her. SNL once. <laughs> yeah, I think she's she's great. I believe in you, Adele. You could do it. <laughs> I've gotten Melissa McCarthy before. I've also hmm. gotten Amy Adams before. Hmm. And I think all three of those women would be able to do a great job. Yeah. These are great choices. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All right. You ready for your next? I'm ready. Would you rather have a golden voice or a silver tongue? Um, I mean, well, I definitely don't have the former. And I feel like sometimes I have the latter, if mm -hmm. I may uh, <laughs> sure. boost boost my wit and yeah. my feelings about my wit, yeah. uh, which is not coming to me at the moment, obviously. <laughs> but then on the other hand, I've always wanted to have the skills of uh, vocalization and melody and to be able to sing and carry a tune and, uh, and hold an audience that way. Um, so I'm going to say under the assumption that having a golden voice does not remove any skill set or abilities that I already have sure, on, sure. on the verbal front, uh -huh. I'm going to take the golden voice. All right. All right. Cool. 
Fantastic. I think it's a great choice. Thanks. <laughs> uh, all right. And your, your final, would you rather, is would you rather have full period cramps for five days every month or never wear shoes again anywhere ever? Oh, I'm going to take the period cramps because I already experienced that for like three-ish days of my period time. So what's another two days? But like not being able to wear shoes at like a fucking clutch concert seems to be gnarly. <laughs> like I'd never, sure. I already am pretty sure I might not ever go into a mosh pit again. It's possible. However, I still like to think that I still could, you know, I still could go into a mosh pit and have a great time, but not with no shoes. I couldn't. No, wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> Uh, is is Clutch a band? <laughs> <laughs> is that is yeah. that a musical act? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They are a band. I'm pretty sure they're a Baltimore band. I want to say they came about in the '90s. And uh, Neil Fallon, the the dude that fronts it is one of the best frontmen I've ever seen in a rock band. He's just like the way he captures audiences and points and does it all very controlled in a way. He's not like a manic frontman. He's just like very mm -hmm. like, anyway, he's, he's a uh, pretty fucking great. Anyway, cool. Clutch. Yeah. Clutch is awesome, dude. Yeah. Sucker for the witch. Why don't you give, give that song a listen. That's my okay. favorite clutch song. We'll do. I don't know how much of it will be your style of rock and roll, <laughs> but I like it. Maybe a little heavy for me. Little, might be, but it might not. I don't know. It's not screamo. Definitely not screamo. No, no, no. It's uh, it's you know, it's good rock. But okay, you, you see what I I would love to know what you think about Clutch. Okay, I'll look into it. Uh, all right. Here's your last one. Would you rather get married on a tropical beach with ten of your closest peeps? Or get married on a familiar property with 150 of your closest or of your just peeps. All right, tropical beach, hands down. <laughs> Small wedding. No contest. Yeah. Uh, because once I get past like maybe a dozen people, it's no longer just my like my close friends and immediate family. It becomes like aunts and uncles and cousins and well, let's see, let's let's get to ten. Let's see, let's get to ten. This oh, is shit, gonna I gotta, be like, contentious. I ten is it happens faster right than you think. I know it does. It's not a ton of people. I get it. Yeah, but it almost makes it easier because like if you have that set limit, it's like well, sorry, I only had ten people. It's like I had to. Our, the parents had to be there. That takes out. Mm -hmm. Almost half of your stock right there. Mm -hmm. I mean, to be honest, I don't even know if my parents could make it to a, <laughs> like a destination tropical wedding at this point. Unless my, you did it in Florida, of course. I'm not doing anything in Florida these days. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. And Florida they know seems it. intense. And they know it. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Mark and Sheila, by the way. You're probably <laughs> going to be listening. Hello. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're right. 10 people would definitely come faster than I think, but also just 150 feels so overwhelming. 
And it just like of those two options. Also comes faster than you think. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that limit That's is. That's how mine got you're... to 300 somehow. Okay. <laughs> but I, you know, I took an approach, a loose approach. I did that on purpose. I was like, I, you know, I'd rather not stress about that random person that that random person wants to bring. I'd rather just mm. be like, yes, to everything. When no. we run out of food, we run out. And I'd rather just do it that way. Sure. Yeah. And that definitely the way you did it, like it wasn't, you know, a sit down per plate kind of dinner either. So you had a little more flexibility. Mm -hmm. uh, you never know how many tacos people are going to eat at the taco buffet. Mm -mm. So, but, you know, it'll be what it'll be. Meanwhile, we're in downtown exactly. Reno. We can get more. You want me to order a pizza for you? Let's do it. Right. I don't, whatever. <laughs> you still hungry? Let's go. Let's come on. We'll walk down the street and get ourselves something. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That was my nice. attitude, but nice. Yeah. And is that the question that you wrote for me? Yeah, but I, I, in hindsight, I was like, oh, I knew that. I knew the answer to that. <laughs> now that we're here, yeah. But that's our listeners didn't necessarily. Know oh, the that's answer. true. Yeah. So now we they get do. To share. Now, now they yeah. do. Uh, speaking of listeners, thank you all for joining the season two return of the broadly entertaining podcast. Visit the show notes for a transcript of this episode and some links to some things we talked about and promised links to. That's right. The Broadly Entertaining Podcast is produced and hosted by Jonna DeGesso and Jamie Rossler of Broadly Entertaining. If words are involved, it's probably Jamie. <laughs> and if music is involved, it's probably Jonna. Huge <laughs> thank you to Jesse Karen for her editing and audio mixing expertise. Yes, yes. Thank you indeed. And if you like what we do and want to help spread the word, please take a second right now to rate us five stars in your podcast player of choice. It makes a real difference. You can follow us in your podcast feed so you never miss an episode and tell a friend to their face. Word of mouth is priceless, especially for a small business like ours. And don't forget, you can hire us to host or plan your next party. We're based in New York State, Central Texas, or anywhere you've got an internet connection. Go to broadlyentertaining.com to connect with us and learn more. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Wah, 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 ba -da, wah, bow. Mouth on mouth is pretty great, too. Consenting <laughs> mouth on mouth. Just get in real close. Just get in really, really close. Yeah, it's really great. It's called the Probably Entertaining Podcast.